What Saturday brought is excitement. Everybody in the fan base is really jazzed up. But really what it brought was more questions. We will explain them right after this on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are Locked On Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to the show, the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Willis, at the Stephen Willis. You can see it right there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, if you could do that, it'd be pretty terrific. We're also on Locked On Ole Miss on TikTok as well, and we do a lot of videos there as well. Um, before we get started, we do want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On college network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right candidates when you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. So Jackson Dart had himself a day. He was like 14 for 17, 207 yards. These stats are going to be argued because they were not officially taken. So other people Many people are going to take different stats, so you can't really confer that one is right over the other. It's basically three sets of numbers out there. We're going to go off of this. This is from Nick Suss in the Clarion Ledger. He said Jackson Dart, 14 to 17, 207 yards and two touchdowns. Luke Altmaier, 13 for 20, 126 yards and an interception. So it was a really good day for Jackson Dart. It was a day that honestly fulfilled some of the promise from when he arrived in February. Now, everybody should know that whenever he got here in February, they were in spring practice like three and a half weeks later. He didn't even have a chance to get settled in, and he was going through learning a whole new system, competing with an entrenched starter. This is all stuff that I told you about in January and February. So this is the reason that I was like, hey, Jackson Dart, has a little bit of a gap that he needs to make up on Luke Altmaier. If Luke Altmaier keeps that gap to where it is, Luke Altmaier has a chance. If Jackson Dart closes that gap any during spring, it's going to be problematic. That is exactly what I told you back in February, back in March, back when we were talking about this over and over again. Because, honestly, this is the story that everybody cares about. The quarterback competition is everything in Ole Miss football right now, whether it needs to be, whether it is, whatever. It's what the fans care about. And then once that quarterback competition gets rectified, all of the other stuff can get done as well, like leadership and things like that. So it's a really, really big deal. So this scrimmage, which everybody said, Lane Kiffin included, was one of the most important scrimmages in the history of Lane Kiffin's coaching career was this one because of all the new players. Jackson Dart performed. He came out there. He really dominated, threw the ball all over the field, threw really pretty passes, his deep balls. That was a little bit suspect when we saw him before in the spring game. The one play that I saw of this scrimmage, he hit um, Dennis Jackson on a nice pass down the sideline. And honestly... 
Um, other receivers might have made it in the end zone on that one. He didn't. I mean, the next play, they hit control Bullock for a touchdown. Boom. Um, but I only know that because the pass was caught and went down to the three, and then Kentrell Bullock had a three-yard touchdown pass. If they weren't back-to-back, forgive me. But I'm just taking it from that. But Jackson Dart had a day. From all accounts, had major commands of the offense, looked like an SEC starter, had the complete look that he needed to have moving forward. It was a good day for Jackson Dart. It was not a good day for Luke Altmaier, and we're going to talk to him and talk about him in the second segment today as well. In the third segment, we're going to move forward and look at scrimmage number two, which is the other of the uber-important scrimmages that Ole Miss has um, lined up. So, should be pretty good. Should be a fun show altogether. But, yeah, Jackson Dart, man, guy had a day. He had a real day. And because of that, he has a chance to win the job, in my opinion, outright after the next scrimmage. But now, this is what people need to understand. And I told you this about the lead up before the last scrimmage. And that is plays can be scripted and everything and designed to make players take a step forward or a step back as far as how they mentally approach things. Will they do that? Will it will remain to be un, unencumbered? Now, some of these star players like Otis Reese and Nick Broker and even Troy Brown, guys like that, didn't play much in the first scrimmage. And it was by design. Lane Kiffin talked about that. Lane Kiffin approaches this the similar way to the NFL. We are now under two weeks until um, week zero. It's getting really, really close. And the next scrimmage, which should be Saturday, we should hear a little bit about it, but we're not going to hear that much about it. Understand that. The openness that we had on this scrimmage, that's not going to be a thing in the next one. There's a reason that players did not play that things happen. And it isn't because it was the first preseason game. It was because people were watching it and people were going to report on it. And secrecy is important to the staff. As we saw last year, they changed the whole defense up. Nobody knew a thing about it until Ole Miss came out against Louisville and they're like, whoa, what, what's going on? This staff can keep a secret. Even if they're talking to the media every day, this staff can keep a secret. So, this is one thing that you can expect moving forward. And this is important for people to realize. This coaching staff is not going to name anybody anytime soon. So, whether or not you think this is over, it's not necessarily over. Because they're not going to talk about it. They're not going to confirm. It's all going to be suspicion and rumors moving forward. Until a quarterback goes out against Troy and plays, we are going to play this game. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, it just it is what it is. But this staff values secrecy. Now, what does Saturday mean for Jackson Dart moving forward? 
What does it mean for scrimmage too? Well, A, it means if he comes out and does it again, he can probably win the job next week. I don't think he can. That's just my opinion. But these are the two most important scrimmages. The one after that will be a mock game, which is basically for operation and substitutions and to make sure everything goes right within a game. So whenever you hear mock game, it's everything other than the plays they're working on. And then the game actually happens. So this scrimmage in scrimmage number two is going to be very important. I think Jackson Dart has a chance to win the job in scrimmage number two. I think Luke Altmeyer has a chance with a victory to muddy it up a little bit. I don't think Luke Altmeyer can win the job in scrimmage number two. That is what we are looking at right now. And Props to Ken K. Denton for being um, a trooper as the number three quarterback. He, he had a really good scrimmage. Um, Lane Kiffin was quick to point him out, but that was because he didn't want to talk about the other two. And you kind of want to distract him. It's like, hey, I know these guys look great, but did you see this one? And it's, it's very deceptive of whatever needs to be going on. So Jackson Dart had a fantastic day Saturday. Jackson Dart did not win the job Saturday. You're going to hear hot takes over and over again, the same way that you heard Luke Altmeyer um, after he threw two interceptions against Baylor in his first action in the Sugar Bowl. Oh, he poo-pooed him to Jackson Dart having a bad spring game. I was like, oh, woe is me. It all flips. You can't go off of the hot takes. You cannot go off the hot takes at all. And we're going to talk about Luke Altmeyer in the next segment, and we're going to talk about scrimmage two. But first, I want to let you know about LinkedIn Jobs. It's pretty cool little setup here. Um, as you gear up for fall, the, you need the right people on your team to be help with small businesses to fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job and post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of 810 million people. It's like 10% of the world's population, honestly. Then add your job, the purple hashtag hiring frame, to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so the network can help you fi find the right people. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedinjobs.com slash college. That's linkedinjobs.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, um, including iTunes and Spotify. Do not forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. Um, it doesn't matter what you say. You can talk about how I'm a narcissist or I don't know what I'm talking about or everything's wrong or he has pretty good guests. You can do all that. Just make sure it's a five-star review. If you do that, we will um, appreciate it greatly. So in the first segment, we talked about Luke Altmeyer a little bit. I mean, Jackson Dart a little bit. And his big performance in the scrimmage, which by all accounts, 
other than Lane Kiffin, by all accounts, his performance in the scrimmage was quite good. It just was. So what does Luke Altmyer need to do? Luke Altmyer was 13 of 20, 126 yards and an interception in the scrimmage. How does he turn it around? And what does he need to do now? Those are the two questions. And what did you see? Leave in the comments below between Jackson Dart and Luke Altmyer, what did you see at the scrimmage if you went to it? And I think he needs to turn it around. Honestly, he needs to keep being him. He doesn't need to press. I, I would like to see him become more aggressive in the downfield passing game. I would like to see that, but he doesn't need to press. If you press, bad things is going to happen. It, it just is. And he has a chance to lose the job by doing that. He needs to keep doing what he's doing, really. I just wish he would kind of be a little bit more aggressive downfield, if that makes any sense at all, because he doesn't need to change what has been working for him. This is a close quarterback competition because of what he's doing. Don't overstate necessarily what happened Saturday, although Saturday was fantastic. And I've done videos over and over again talking about it. Fantastic day Saturday. But do not overstate it. Jackson Dart needs to string games together. So the second scrimmage, he needs to have another day like that. Luke Altmaier needs to have a big day. Because what he needs to do now is win the second scrimmage. He has to. Because another scrimmage similar to this one is going to put Luke Altmaier behind the eight ball a little bit and the importance of it. The scrimmage one and scrimmage two this year were going to be of utmost importance. You will have more players that play more reps in scrimmage number two. And you need to go out and perform against those guys because you can, if you can control the narrative within the football program, a big performance in scrimmage two because of more players playing more reps would have carry more weight than scrimmage one. So you need a big day. I don't know if a big day is going to happen. I don't know if a big day is in the cards for Luke. I'm not rooting for any quarterback because I've talked to you the whole time, and I've said this, root for a quarterback to clearly win the job, not for a particular quarterback. So our video that we did Saturday, if Luke Altmaier would have gone 14 to 17, 207 and two touchdowns and clearly dominated that scrimmage, that video would have been about him. It's just the way that we function a little bit. And I'm excited at the prospect that Jackson Dart could win the job after the second scrimmage. Like I said, Lane Kiffin is not going to say it. You're not going to know it for sure, but there's a really good chance that if he does again what he did Saturday, Jackson Dart wins the job. And it's already in a position, I think, that Jackson Dart has the lead in the quarterback competition. So Luke Altmaier, first of all, needs to stunt that momentum. Needs to figure out a way to slow it down. Because in not doing so, it's going to allow a little bit of a monster to be created. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just going to be harder to stop that momentum the further it goes. If the same thing happens in scrimmage two that happened in scrimmage one, 
it's going to be really hard to stunt that momentum. Even into the mock game, that's not really about the plays on the field, but all of these practice reps are important too. They're all going on to a video file to where you can just watch individual plays. If you want to see what third and seven to third and ten Luke Altmyer looked like in the quarterback competition, you could. You can bring it up on the system. If you want to see what he looked like on first down and ten, you can see exactly what that looks like as well. You can do the same for Jackson Darching. Do the same for Kincaid Dent. It's all part of you know being a video guy. I did this job. I know exactly what it looks like. And understand the weight that they might be putting on these scrimmages of what they're doing because, you know, they're full pads, maybe not necessarily tackling, and practice is a weird thing. But it does provide a more full speed look at the Ole Miss team. From Zach Evans to Quinshawn Judkins to Ulysses Bentley the fourth to Jackson Dart and um, Luke Altmeyer and all the receivers out there. By the way, J.J. Henry had another day, um, by the way, in the scrimmage. He has a chance, I think, to force the other slot receivers to move out wide. Besides um, Jalen Robinson, J.J. Henry, those two might have a lockdown on the slot position. I do not know that for sure, but it's kind of starting to sound like that a little bit. But I am curious to see what this team will look like. Not not just in scrimmage two, but in the first game against Troy. Later on today, we are going to announce who our guest analysts are for the post-game show on Post Game Live on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast channel on YouTube where you can watch them and um, what they can do. The, The important thing to me was to... Find really good guest analysts that are really good at communicating what they need to do, that have a knowledge base of football. People that want to get in the weeds a little bit, I want them to be able to do it. So that's what I'm looking for on that. Um, Contributors are also going to come by the show from time to time. Now, guest analysts and all that is going to be week to week. And I want it to be week to week because I'm not going to ask anybody to stay up till 1030 at night and do a show. I'm not going to ask a single person. So if Ole Miss has an 8 o'clock kickoff, it might just be me. And we'll open up the chat. We'll do the Twitter. We'll have the voicemail. We'll do the whole nine yards that way. But when Ole Miss plays at 3, if it's a normal, decent thing, I am going to try and find analysts to talk about and break down what has actually happened. And today we will release um, the names of the week one, the Troy game analysts. And I think people will be pretty excited about that. So Luke Altmeyer has a hill to climb now. Scrimmage one was very important. I talked about this over and over again. Whoever can come out and set the tone and whoever wins the scrimmage has the advantage to start, to get take the first snap on the field against Troy. Period. It's not because of the scrimmage necessarily. It's because of the time. Now, Ole Miss has one week of practice. Um, I've seen people meeting for school, so they might start school I don't know, this week. But 
once you get into school starting back and normal game week stuff, it becomes harder for the person trying to catch up. They're going to press a little bit. It's, it's all human nature. So that's why this scrimmage was so important. The next scrimmage is going to be so important because one side can almost wrap it up, in my opinion, and the other has to really force it to win. Now, Luke Altmeyer could come out and put those same numbers up next um, next scrimmage and, and muddy up the waters a little bit. I'm not saying he can't. I'm saying if Jackson Dart does exactly what he did in Saturday in scrimmage two, um, it's going to be a problem for Luke. So, before we get started or uh, keep going, I do want to tell you, have you if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are dep- depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor, ready, delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right, Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite, cookie dough chunk puffs, and they have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, chunks and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. What's great about Built is all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently, provides tons of health benefits, eat something that tastes good, and is good for you. So this is what I want you to do. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15, that's changed a little bit, LOCKEDON15, to get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked locked on fifteen um, for fifteen percent off at your order at built.com. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So go to the YouTube channel, subscribe. Many many people have done that. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications whenever we release a new video. And, of course, upvote the video itself. That would help us out greatly. Um, We are getting massive, massive growth on the YouTube stage. It took us six months, seven months, close to seven months, to get to 1,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. It's taken us 40 days to get close to 1,500. And I I am anticipating it growing throughout the football season in a similar manner. So we are going to grow. And our our goal is to be the dominant force out there uh, and to have fun following Ole Miss sports again. That's what we want to do. We want to make Ole Miss sports fun. I'm going to take my knowledge um, that I developed inside the Manning Center and 10 years in the national media. We're going to have guests that are alumni that has actually played. Um, and we're going to have contributors, fans like you and I, that have opinions on what's going on that can drive the conversation. That's what we want to do. We don't care what anybody else is doing. We, we literally don't. We're narcissistic and laser-focused in this goal because, in my opinion, if you, like, whenever a coach gets fired, right, Everybody says, well, we need somebody from Alabama because Alabama's winning. Well, you're not Alabama. What works for Alabama may not work for you. And the rising star and the, you know, the pointed thing is Nick Saban to begin with. So don't worry about that. Do you. 
If you do you, you'll be fine. And that's what we do. We, we honestly don't pay attention to anything um, that's going on. We just talk about things that would be interested to me and the people that are contributing to the show. So that's the reason I'll tell you from time to time. It's like, hey, we've got this information from on three. Uh, what, this is from Rivals because it doesn't matter where it came from. So those guys have a chance to, you know, we'll do all that. I think Nick Suss, we did Nick Suss um, in Saturday's video from the Quarian Ledger. It doesn't matter what they do because we just want to talk about what Ole Miss fans are talking about, have really cool guests, and also contributors. That is our goal. That is our goal, and, and I'm having a whole lot of fun doing it. Anyway, scrimmage number two. Going to be really important, guys. Scrimmage 2 has a chance to, honestly, for all intents and purposes, lock up the quarterback race. If Jackson Dart has a scrimmage 2 like he had a scrimmage 1, this race is over. I will say that, in my opinion, everything's going on. And I've seen exactly one pass of the scrimmage, and I will say that. Everybody that watched scrimmage 1 talked about how great Jackson Dart looked. You saw a little bit of that ceiling come into play. And we talked about that. Jackson Dart, if he starts, the higher ceiling is there. Also the lower floor. Luke Altmaier is in between. If that ceiling can't get hit and there's no evidence of growth, which honestly this week there was, that gives Luke Altmaier an advantage because of that lower floor. But Jackson Dart, kind of putting things together on Saturday, has changed the calculus a little bit in the quarterback competition. Now, I'm not going to talk to Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin could name Luke Altmaier the starter tomorrow because I have not seen the film. I've not seen every rep. They have more data than me. But what I do have is what everybody has been saying. Now, Understand this and the press conference. One of the things I wanted to put out was the press conferences because of the way that Lane Kiffin can kind of play the media into saying what he wants to say. Lane Kiffin doesn't have to tell the truth about a situation. Lane Kiffin can make sure the media puts out and covers what he wants them to do based off of what he says. That's the reason I wanted to put those press conference things out there. Because yesterday, as an example, or or Saturday, he talked about how Ken K. Dent won the scrimmage at quarterback because he led two touchdown drives with the threes. And that's what he was talking about. Why? Because he wants this to be a competition. He does not need this competition to end. Right now, if it ends, Troy and everybody else has an advantage. So it's important that it doesn't end. That's the reason these practices aren't open. That is the reason why they control exactly what is said by the media. Um, You go to a press conference and you do practice, you can't report on scheme and you can't report on injuries. Why? Because they're trying to keep that under reps against teams that actually can benefit from that information as opposed to um, Joe Fan and Satarsha, Mississippi. So, understand that in this scrimmage too, there's going to be different things because not having access to that scrimmage 
means that Lane Kiffin can say whatever he wants to say about it. And I'm sure he's going to say that Luke Altmaier won the scrimmage. Now, the important thing, and where you can get nuggets of information, are from the players post-practice. Because they kind of have a tendency to talk about what they want to talk about. And if they talk about Luke Altmaier, if they talk about Jackson Dart, we'll find out a little bit, nuggets, over who wins on scrimmage number two. But we'll see exactly how it goes. It should be really fun. And this quarterback competition is the story that Ole Miss fans want to hear. It's the story that national fans want to hear because we've done such a good job really making making it important. It should be a lot of fun. It should be, in a way, to where whoever wins this job, Ole Miss is going to be better. That's the way I view this quarterback competition. But understand that whoever loses this job is probably going to transfer. It's going to be over for that. Now, they probably are going to make it into the season and they're going to go through the year, they're going to take a red shirt, and they're going to get out of Dodge. I get that. It's one of the reasons I say don't root for a particular quarterback. Root for a clearly a clear winner in the quarterback competition. And we are actually close to that. A big scrimmage number two by Jackson Dart could put us about right there. Like I said, I do not expect Lane Kiffin to say a thing about it. Is I mean, and he shouldn't, honestly. But we will, and we will have as much fun as we can have in this situation. Anyway, get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen every day. Chris Gordy and the local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On your second listen. Locked On SEC. Big week this week. We have um, Stuart Patridge coming scheduled to come on. We got Bill Flowers. Derek Vandegrift in his gambling role comes on. Kara McCutcheon comes back. And, of course, Tom Vanderford. Should be a very busy week. I hope everybody enjoys it. We're in it. Get ready for scrimmage number two. Should be really fired up. Peace.